Welcome to The Open Bell, a podcast for trumpet players, by trumpet players, and a cornet guy. I'm your host, Bill Stoneman, and I'm joined by my good friends and fellow trumpet geeks, Joey Tartell and the long-suffering lollygagger, Brian Appleby Weinberg. This episode of The Open Bell is brought to you by the World Trumpet Federation. The WTF was started so that we could share our knowledge and experience to help trumpeters everywhere. Visit our website, check out our videos, blogs, lists, and other helpful stuff. And of course, once a week you can drop in on the Open Bell podcast to hear some truth about trumpet and be at least mildly entertained in the process. So head on over to www.worldtrumpetfederation.com today. And no matter how you access us, send us a message and let us know you're out there. We'd love to hear from our listeners. And by the International Trumpet Guild. If you have not yet registered for the next ITG conference, well, like, you're doing it wrong. I have three words for you. Ole Edvard Antonsen. Did you get that? Ole Edvard Antonsen. Don't get me wrong. There will be other people there, and great ones, too. And also the exhibits. Don't forget about the exhibits. That glorious room where you can buy anything while it rains down double C's on your head. The ITG conference is back in beautiful San Antonio, Texas, and it proves to be an amazing show. Now, as if being in San Antonio on the Riverwalk isn't enough, the lineup of talent this year is incredible. Our good friend and ITG conference coordinator, J.C. Dobzieleski, is providing yet another stellar cast for ITG 2022. So head on over to TrumpetGuild.org and register today. Did I mention Ole Edvard Antonsen in person? That's the ITG 2022 San Antonio, Texas, May 31st to June 4th. We will see you there. The Open Bell Podcast is comprised of three segments, warming up a couple things and no offense. We use these segments to languish, leverage, and liquidate information that we believe is loyal to loud trumpet lollygaggers. Gentlemen, shall we? Each week, Warming Up is brought to you by Chop Saver, that perfect all-natural lip treatment created by the one and only Daniel Soros Rex Gosling. <laughs> wow! <laughs> Those other prehistoric remedies just can't match up with the pure power and majesty of Chop Saver. Daniel Soros just... Rex has turned over every fossil to be sure that everyone has the best lip care. Omnivores <laughs> like Joey and herbivores like Brian all agree. You bet Jurassic Park that Shop Saver works. There it is. Yeah, I knew you were going Jurassic on him. I knew it. I knew it. And now a man that can make himself extinct in literally any setting, Brian. There we go. Thank you very much. Oh my God. Bill, you might be outdoing yourself every week. That's amazing. Dan's going to be so happy. All right, I have two there. things. Okay, here we go. So, the first thing is, um, I just want to give a shout out to um, my wife and their and the the practice of midwives in general. They do amazing things, but I don't know how everybody else lives their life. But I get these unbelievable life saving stories all the time. Mm -hmm. So today the story was: Do you guys know what a shoulder dystocia is? So uh, it's, no, on the baby's way out, the shoulder gets stuck. One of the shoulders gets stuck, and it's in, obviously a very dangerous moment because lots of constriction involved and um, lots of issues the the common practice used to be and still by by some OBs is to literally crack the collarbone oh, to squish it oh. 
maybe. Why yep. would you say that? I'm going <laughs> to so pass out you just know listening how, You know to how this. squeamish yeah. he is about this all this stuff. This is not okay with this me. This is part of why are, I'm doing this. You are starting our <laughs> podcast by dislocating babies' clavicles? This no, is not wow. okay. Crack, cracking the clavicle. No, I can't so, do cracking. That's not, can I cause, can't live with that. It can <laughs> cause lots of problems, which I'll get back to in a second. But um, today the, show, the, the story was a midwife who got involved. The shoulder was stuck for four minutes. Midwives have a whole bunch of different maneuvers that work. They can manipulate the mother that work. So she gets the baby out, save the baby, saves the mother. Everything's fine. Baby got perfect scores. But when the baby's clavicle is broken. Hold on a second. Abs- yep. They score the baby? Oh, oh yes. You get an Ap- Apgar, Apgar score. Yeah, the Apgar Ap- score. One oh. minute and five minutes. Yeah. Yeah. All right. It's like a contest. It's like so assessment. Not, so what you're assessment. saying is this baby won. This baby won. Yeah. Um, but um, some some babies don't. So my one this of my baby colleagues. This baby was first chair, Joey. I know that's foreign <laughs> to you. I don't know what chair. that is. One of my colleagues had this happen to him when he was born. And what has happened is he's actually one of his arms is not very. Um, it's smaller. It doesn't. He can't really use it well at all because there's nerve damage from the shoulder dystocia and the clavicle breaking. Oh. The reason I'm bringing that up is because so he's my he's my colleague in the brass band where I play cornet. Oh. Okay, that's the first thing. Wow. <laughs> get you all the way. You there. used all that just to get to a, a cornet player. Of course. Okay, wait a minute. <laughs> so you're saying his Afgar score would have been like slightly lower, sort of in the Craig Morris range. That's right. Oh, wow. Slightly lower. Poor Craig. <laughs> Craig's Poor Craig. Kicking, kicking everyone's ass his entire adult life. That's You're right. talking about one region yeah, band audition his freshman year. You've told that story so much that I look at him and see second place. That's, that's right. What I, that's what I see. I'm, the story is, is that we Runner sit next up. to each other. That's the story. Runner up. <laughs> My second thing is that if you guys were around Mechanicsburg this summer on July 9th, the three of us will be playing cornet solos on a band concert. That is correct. And mm-hmm. we'll be doing a trio. And you might even get to see Joey conduct Bill's solo. Oh, wait. Hold on. <laughs> what? <laughs> I, I didn't know about this. We're going to make him wag. I think we should make him I have, wag. I have, not, I, have in no, I have in no way agreed to this. This is a brilliant idea. <laughs> I, I don't like this at all. I'm going to send the program in right now <laughs> to the band president, and that's what it's going to say. There Guest we go. conductor. <laughs> wow. I'm not sure I can make it. Then you're dead in the water. <laughs> yeah. Wow. Yeah, that's my warming up for today. I just that's got thrown beautiful. under the bus after being almost passed out from hearing about breaking babies' <laughs> shoulders. Man, I, this is a horrible warming up. I, I'm giving you the score of zero. You just lost warming up. <laughs> <was> zero, Avgar. <laughs> yes. Wow. Well, Joey, please get us out of this. All right. Out I actually want to talk about some trumpet-related matters. So, <laughs> as we mentioned uh Playing has been up and going, which is kind of nice. So this week, uh, I'm actually doing, uh, with the Indianapolis Opera, is doing a concert stage version of Carousel. So, you know, not like In the Pit, the entire musical, but basically you can watch the whole show, but more more of a kind of concert than an actual musical. Or we, the orchestra reduced orchestrations on stage. So we're playing through. And I will be honest with you. This is not the best trumpet show that's ever happened. <laughs> it's not. You get some moments here. You get some moments there. But... The cool part, there is lots of mute work in there. So we've got some straight mute, oh. you got some cup mute, some tight cup in there, 
And some Any solo, solo tone? tone. Yeah. <gasps> so here's the thing. I'm so happy. Uh, they were a little, uh, weren't sure who to get for second trumpet because uh, it's a very busy time. They said, who would you like on second trumpet? So I recommended one of my uh, current doctoral students who's actually doing some teaching around here who shows up to the first rehearsal. And he said, okay, I think you're going to like this and pulls out his trump core solo tone you know, <laughs> that he ordered because he needed a solo tone so might as well get a good one so we actually and he did turn Fantastic. to me and say solo tone with sticker <laughs> he's doing it wrong obviously so, so he knows so will knocking it out knocking out there the solo brand new solo with tone sticker. i will say we've talked about this but because you know my favorite cup mute is, is the the classical or classic cup from from trump core as well which i'm using there's which almost in some cases is a a second clarinet part you know and, and where yeah. i'm using it a couple mm -hmm. of times sounds great so looking for those times you can really make the different texture different sounds really fitting right in it's it's kind of fun it's, it's a good way to go play you know so it's fun stuff but the i want to i want to stick in here that that uh, saying that the the classic cup sounds like a second clarinet is not a ringing endorsement. No, I'm saying that's my function. So you have to okay. make that sound. You have to actually fit in the texture. Man. You have to put that mute in and fit in. Because, you know, as trumpet players oftentimes, especially in musicals, you know, open, we're kind of taking the lead. And that's not what's going on here. Mm. There's some, you mm -hmm. feel like a second flute, sometimes your second oboe, sometimes a little second clarinet. You're in the texture oh. of the orchestra. Yeah. So, yeah, kind of some fun playing. It's good to get out, you know, do that kind of stuff. So, Bill, what do you got for us today? I like it. Hey, did anyone break a clavicle in that show? There, no, no, <laughs> Not stop yet. Talking. That's it. Your warming up is now over as well. You have also <laughs> lost warming up. I have now won warming you know. up. <laughs> you clearly have relinquished your time. Oh, my. I yield my time to the gentleman from Mechanicsburg. <laughs> well, this past weekend was cool because I got to go. I went back to IUP to play the jazz reunion, right. jazz ensembles reunion. Oh, and yeah. Kevin Eisensmith put together a great show, and it was people from across many generations there, and it's it's just it was a lot of fun, a lot of fun to do. I got to play a solo with the the college big band on uh, Saturday night, and then a Sunday afternoon played with the alumni big band. All right, would you play with the college nice. band? Yeah. Would you do? Uh, Metheny, always and forever, flugelhorn oh, solo. Yeah. That's a nice chart. Fantastic. Yeah. So we had alumni jazz band rehearsal from ten thirty to four, and then the sound check was at five, and then the game. <laughs> The hit was at seven. Did you say ten thirty to four? Yeah, that's wow. too long. Yeah, it was a long time. We had to, did have a lunch break. Was that four F hours? Fifteen minutes at <laughs> noon. No, we had. I worked. <laughs> hour and a half. It was great though. It was a lot of fun. The cool thing was we played a whole bunch of charts by John Morris, which is probably a name you don't know, but he was a guy from Central Pennsylvania area. Had a jazz workshop and did a lot of arranging. And the charts are well, actually, Joey, we've played. I think we played a couple in the big band last summer, and we might do a couple more this summer. Over nice. the plate, great swing charts. It was. Well, if you're gonna bring that up, we got to make that advertisement. Yeah, I mean, July, since July third, right. July nine, July third. If you're in the uh, epicenter of American jazz, Brockway, Pennsylvania, that's where where it all happens. <laughs> where it all happens, you got to come hear us playing the big band, the Brockway All Star Big Band. Yeah, two thirds of this podcast will be there. Yes, Brian, you could show up. <laughs> come I have in. a gig. I already have a gig. Not not on the third. Yeah, you're free on the third. I'm going to just be getting back in the country on the 3rd. Exactly. So come I'm on out. be getting back in the country tomorrow just, when I leave here. Why don't you just fly into Pittsburgh? Oh, man. Yeah, do well, that. We'll pick We're you up. driving the whole way. I'll have my oh. car. So just, just Joey drives everywhere. Yes, he does. Well, I, I'm coming out to your place. I'm going to bring nine hours. horns he's and a John, bike. John Madden of trumpet. <laughs> i got to bring nine he's horns the, and a bike. He's the John Madden of trumpet. 
That's great. I need the Tartel Cruiser. I like this idea. The <laughs> turducken with you in the whole thing. <laughs> and of course, as you guys can see, but our listeners can't, uh, it's kind of cool because I'm doing the podcast from my childhood bedroom <laughs> in Brockway, Pennsylvania. Which evidently hasn't been touched from your childhood. It's, no. it's weird to see him in black and white in, uh, today, yes. which is amazing. <laughs> That's the way it is. <laughs> Yet the wood paneling. Still there, clear as a bell. We're not allowed to show those posters in public. (laughs) Behind you, (laughs) no, you can't show those posters. Wow, but yeah, here kind of helping you know, uh, taking care of my mom a little bit and uh, spending a couple of days and yeah, and recording the podcast from here, which is crazy because this is the room where I practiced him when I was a kid, and now I'm just sitting here, you know, mom, meatloaf, (laughs) (laughs) and I'm out. Nice, (laughs) wow, amazing, (laughs) yeah. All right, boys. Well, guess what? Uh, it's game time. Uh-oh. Oh, no. And I forgot this about is this. Episode 85. I knew you weren't paying attention. I'm going to throw one by you here. It's going to be like a walk-off slider. Um, <laughs> oh, my so, God. It, I will kill you. Me, Brian sent me a video. It said, they called this a walk-off, and it was a play that it actually had two different errors in it. <laughs> Where everybody was running around like crazy. There was no walking in any way. Two errors, one in the outfield, one in the infield, and two got across to to finish the game. Uh, yeah. A walk, walk-off walk errors. Yeah. <laughs> wow. It was awesome. Well. I, I was gonna I was gonna save this for later, but I was kind of feeling motivated, so it's it's Jeopardy night. Oh, holy moly! Oh, I man. am not ready. Yeah. <laughs> Are you ready? All right. No, I'm not ready. Oh, I you're not ready. Oh, paper. grab a pencil. Might have to get your buzzers ready. All right. That's gonna take me ten minutes at least to find my buzzer. This is an easy one, honestly. I mean. Okay, that's a lie. I right, don't believe you at get, all. Gonna need to get not. my buzzer out. We're gonna need categories here. Hold on a second. This I'm gonna give so you categories. Work. This is great. This is, it's a lot of work. Thinking, like, imagine the perspective. Right here, I am in this room where I could yeah. barely get through the Arvin book, and now I'm on the most trumpet fame, famous trumpet famous podcast in the world. Really. Wow, is that what we're telling ourselves? Well, I mean, right. why not? My buzzers weren't like we're like. America's premier trumpet ensemble spawned America's <laughs> hey, premier somebody, trumpet podcast. Some, uh, hey, a, a website we never heard of said that, so it's true. Yeah, someone else said that. Yeah. All right, give us some categories here. Okay. All right, here we go. Category one, drawing a blank. <laughs> this is my category. <laughs> Brian's going to own this category. Is there, I, what, is there an explanation of that? Uh, yeah, it's just fill in the blank. Okay. Okay. Completion. Next, you can think of category? it as completion. Next category, bad pedagogy. Now we're a little somewhere. bit of a review. <laughs> Category number three, as emerges, Joey's favorite, Haiku Tukutu. I do love that one. Yeah. Category number four, Wagger. <laughs> now we're getting somewhere. I'm out. <laughs> That's your. Am I even allowed to like bring oh, yeah. in? You're gonna be. Able, you're gonna win this category. I predict. I don't think. I think so. Brian's gonna. Brian's gonna <laughs> fold like a Kmart lawn chair. No shot. Category. In the heat. And and finally, anyone want to guess? Duets. Duets. So before and after. Yeah, so duets. <laughs> All right, Joey, I'm sure you won the last one. Would you I like to be- pick a category? I, hey, I wait a minute. Be- I do believe I won the last one. I'll <laughs> Go to the videotape here. Uh, well, let's Brian go ahead. Brian resembles that remark. Let's see. <laughs> Let's go ahead and start up at the top left and go. With, let's draw a blank. For drawing one. a blank. blank. All right, for 100, drawing a blank. Cup. Oh, God, oh. I had to get to my Brian. sound. Brian. But is a mute. Uh, I'm sorry. Depth. 
<laughs> I didn't get a it's chance an to get in. Aspect. Oh, I'm sorry. Get, I could. Oh, I could have given you. Go ahead. Try. Hold <laughs> on. Hold on. <laughs> what is depth? No, I'm sorry. It's cup of cheese. <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. <laughs> Well, wow. neither one of you got okay, it, even after I gave the answer. All right, now what? <laughs> I'm going to run away from that category. Let's go to bad ped for one. I'm going to be able to keep track of this. Easy now. All right, bad pedagogy for 100. According to some teachers, when things go wrong, all you need is more of this. Joey? What is air? What is air? Isn't this great? It's a great yeah. way to review. Yeah. All bad you need pedagogy. is more air. Fixes more air. Bad ped for two, please. Bad oh, pedagogy man. for 200. Many believe this involuntary muscle is the answer to breathing problems. Joey? What is the diaphragm? Really, Brian? I was in there way before he was. I didn't think so. Couldn't hear it. I still can't hear it, sir. I can't (laughs) hear it right now. Hit it again. Let's see if we can hear it. We didn't hear it. Okay, we heard that. I'm going to send you a a fifth buzzer, and you're going to start using it. Let's go to bad ped for three. All right. Bad pedagogy for 300. This device should be nowhere near your stand during a rehearsal. Joey? What is a tuner? What is a tuner? There you go. He's quick. There it is. Bad ped for four. For 400, this is the magical unicorn of playing. It makes no sense, evokes tension, and confuses Bill. I'm going to need more information. <laughs> Come on, it's what's the pretty... thing I hate more than anything? You going in there, Brian? Because yeah. Okay, Artic- you, we didn't hear anything. I watched you what, and I heard nothing. What is articulation? <laughs> <laughs> I don't care if I'm wrong. That's a great, that's a great guess. That's You're pretty wrong. funny. You're wrong, but it's a thousand points to you. <laughs> that's really funny. Yeah, I, Joe, you want to guess? Can you repeat the uh, question, please? This is the magical unicorn of playing. It makes no sense, evokes tension, and confuses Bill. Evokes tension? This is my premise. Brian? You already what, is su- what is support? Yeah, breath support. Oh. You just got to support it. Yeah. <laughs> you need better breath support. <laughs> better su- breath support. Shall we finish That's this right. one off? Yeah, well, please. Oh, my gosh. Number four, five. Pedagogy for 500. If it doesn't line up, everyone should just play it. What is short? Yes, Brian. Short <laughs> or shorter. All right, Brian. Brian, where are we oh, going? The board is yours. Yeah, drawing a blank for 200. Drawing Uh-oh. a blank for 200. Keyed. Joey? What is bugle? Oh, I'm sorry. <laughs> it's keyed up. You know, it's excited. You're keyed up. You're keyed up about it. You're excited. I, I, I don't like this category. Yeah. I know. That's why I went back to it. <laughs> I'm not happy. <laughs> of course it is. All right. Let's let's head over to Wagger for one. Wait. Wagger. You, you don't get to pick. I picked that one. Oh, that's right. Brian. Oh, okay. But you, We're we staying right here for oh, 300. <laughs> staying right. This is brutal. You're going to sit there and think about what you've done. I know what you did. All right, Brian. Yeah, for 300. 300. And. (laughs) (laughs) I'm sorry. Could you try that again? And. And. Blank. Blank is right. Seriously? Literally drawing a blank. What is Emato? 
<laughs> no, yes. I'm sorry. Yes, I am calling it good. That's no, a thousand Brian? points. Ann. Um, Appoggiatura. What is Appoggiatura? No. No, that's worse than mine. Mine made sense. <laughs> what is? An Appoggiatura. Anton Weidinger. Oh, no. Oh, no. Oh, no. I'm, the whole game, I'm calling this. Come on. Oh, I'm, my I'm, God. Come on. I'm, I'm turning this whole podcast right around. We I stepped right up. in. I what can't right there. Oh. No. I'm going, right there. I'm going with Anna. I think Animato is good. I stand by it. No. Terrible. Okay. Are we going to stay <laughs> here or what? So oh, yeah. We're definitely staying here. Oh, okay. Brian, you're brutal. <laughs> Drawing a blank for 400. Bud. Joey? How many choices do I get? Because I know whatever I'm going to say for that's a question. So I'm still answering in the form of a question. And the, so the answer is Herseth slash Brisboy. <laughs> Brian, would you like to take a stab? Yeah. Uh, what is light? Actually, you're correct. But light <laughs> is the answer. Uh, I'm protesting this entire game. <laughs> I'm calling the commissioner. I'm killing you this game. <laughs> I'm calling the commissioner. For Brian 500. Loves, loves this category. This is outrageous. My favorite category ever. Right. Drawing a blank. Because no matter what you answer, it's wrong. <laughs> Drawing a blank for 500. Chris. <clears throat> Joey. What is Martin? I'm sorry. That's not right. <laughs> Why did I even bother? Brian. What is Underwood? Oh, that's good. Come on, no. that would have been great. The oh. number one answer was Chris Bodie. <laughs> <laughs> Unless I'd said Bodie first. And then it would have been Martin. Hey, that's where I'm saying. And if you both would have chosen those, it would have been Underwood. <laughs> right. Or Karachev, uh, if we want to go out to Cincinnati. Well, yeah, I mean, we could, yeah. yeah. So we need to go to Wagger for 100, please. Uh, Wagger. Yeah. Wagger for 100. When Tom Hooten looks up to the podium, he sees this famous Joey. Who is Dudamel. That's right, Gustavo Dudamel. <clears throat> well, Brian, maybe stay. you should just wave at me instead of relying on your low notes to get let's through. Try. Let's <laughs> head over to Wagger for two. Wagger for 200. The UK has lots of Waggers in front of lots of brass bands, but only one person stands in front of the famed Black Dyke Band. Oh, come on. Brian. <laughs> that's the saddest sound <laughs> I've ever heard. the most horrific. I think that's got to be, if we're taking the thousand points from earlier away. <laughs> The irony of the fact that your buzzer is so soft. <laughs> it is. He's got the newer phone. My phone's old. Newer phone. Loudest guy in the band. His right. buzzer's. <laughs> it's uh, who is Nick Childs? That's correct. <laughs> uh, for three hundred. Waggers for three hundred. When Mike Sachs peeks over his stand to check in with a maestro, oh, who does crap. he see? Crap! 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 Brian. Who is Franz Velser most? Yes. There it is. Waggling. Wagger. Wagger. <laughs> for 400. Waggers for 400. In the early 2000s, the Lindley Band enjoyed oh, the on. passionate leadership of this come incredible on. musician. This is fixed. <laughs> Brian. <laughs> He's crying. He you broke. You broke, Brian. You broke. can't even breathe. <laughs> Wow, that's awful. <laughs> who was Neil Jowett? That's right. Who was Neil Jowett? Oh, man. Oh. All right, for 500. Look at this. Waggers for 500. When Joey's Chris Martin killed. looks over his bell, who does he see on the podium? Oh, it's... Uh... I don't know who's leading there now. 
Oh, no, he's not still there. No, he's not still there. No, he's not Minus still 500 there. for Joey. Minus 500. I don't know who's still there. I'll, I'll take the hit. Mm-hmm. I don't know who's still there. I don't know who is there. I don't know. You got Yop Van Sweden. Wow. Yeah, I did not know that name. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Oh, oh so right, Brian, good. Where are we going Okay, next? Haiku Tuku 2 for 100. Now there it is. Somewhere. All right. With Johnny and Ed, he became a household name with sparkling jackets. Oh. Who was Doc Severinsen? Who was wow, Doc Severinsen? Nice Easy, job. just to get us going. Get us going. Haiku Tuku 2 for two. There it is. He made heavy horns. Maynard even played his stuff. Pacific Northwest. Who is Dave Monette? Dave Monette. This is Joey's category. Haiku Tuku 2 for three. Haiku Tuku 2 for 300. So many copies. Brilliant are his smaller horns. Andrew now in charge. What is Shilke? That's right. That's impressive. Reynolds Shilke and Andrew Nauman yep. is now the president and CEO. Exactly. Yeah. All right. And the, ho- the small horns were copied by everybody. Yeah. They still are. Right. Haiku Moving on. Tuku two for four. Haiku Tuku two, 400. He loved the trumpet. Largest trumpet museum, Pennsylvania Farm. Oh, my God. What? I don't know. No. Do you know this? I, we should know that. You should I, know it. I don't yeah. know it. I haven't been there, but we're out. No. We're yeah. out. Franz Streitwieser. No, I didn't know that. The Streitwieser Trumpet Museum was in n- not very far from where I live in yeah. rural Pennsylvania. Now it's back in, I think it's in Austria again. Oh, no World's clue. largest trumpet museum. Yeah. Let's Franz close out Haiku Tuku 2 for five. All right. Epic cornet man can triple tongue like the wind. I'll have the pancakes. Joey, <laughs> Tom Hutchison. That's right. <laughs> Brian's the boy. Pancakes. I'll have the pancakes. I'll have the pancakes. <laughs> That's awesome. Great Five finish. Syllables. Thank you. Uh, let's go over to before and after for one. Oh, really? And here we go. Yeah, that's all that's left. Oh, that's right. I thought, oh, we did finish Bad Pedagogy. Yeah. Right. Cool. Here we go. Duets for 100. The home of the profs gets a visit from the interim president's horn of choice. Whoa. What? Hold on, say that again. The the home of the profs gets a visit from the interim president's horn of choice. Oh, there it is. <laughs> He's got it. <laughs> what is the Rowan Martin Committee? Rowan and Martin Committee. Yeah, Rowan and Martin Committee. Yeah. 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 That's really nice. I'm in there. I'm in there. <laughs> Ronan Martin. Nice call. Ronan Martin committee. Well, yeah, Ronan well Martin committee. Let's, wow. let's go before and after for two. It took me a second, right, this, but I'm there with you. This is. I'm so glad Joey's leading on this one. This is going to be really fun. <laughs> It'll be great. While in Bloomington, Indiana, a note of debt was generated. While in Bloomington, Indiana, a note of debt? A note of jet, debt was generated. I don't know what that means. Brian, do you know what this means? I have no idea. A note of debt? Yeah. You have a note of debt? Is this a... Mortgage. Hold on. He's got it. Is this I-U-I-O-U? Yes, it is. (laughs) (laughs) I don't know how that's really a a before and after, but I'll I'll take it. Take it. That's pretty good. I U I O U. Wow. Look at that. Um, <laughs> holy moly. I think that was mind reading, is what just happened. There you go. Give me some before and after for three. Before and after. Duets for 300. The place where the mouthpiece goes cracks wise to Jonesy and Riley. What? 
The place where your mouthpiece goes cracks wise to Jonesy and Riley. No, that's not right. <laughs> I, I, no, that's... I can't get there from here. I can't get there, either, can't yeah. get there from here. You're going to hate on. yourself. I, hold on. Give me a second. The I'm going to give you a second. Where the, say it again. The place, place where, where the your mouth, mouthpiece goes. Place where the mouthpiece goes. Right. Cracks yeah. wise to Jonesy and Riley. No, I can't. I, I can't. Can you get there, Brian? No. I know where he's going, get, but I can't get yeah. there. Yeah. Ambushurzy. Oh, I was, that's, yeah. I was trying to get there with receiver. I was too. Yeah. Oh. Or even, or even mouthpiece pouch. Oh, like where it goes away. Face. Yeah. Yeah. I no. see. I was, I was heading for Shorzy, but couldn't get there. Yeah. Let's go cool. for a before and after for four. Duets for 400. Before this after. Oakland A's lefty meets a colorful jazz trumpet player with an appropriate name. Oakland A's lefty? Mm -hmm. Oakland A's lefty. Meets mm -hmm. what? Meets a colorful jazz trumpet player with an appropriate name. Oh, how about... Is it, No, is this Dennis Eckers Lee Morgan? No, but that's really good. Dennis no, Eckers Lee's a right. righty. He's a right-hander. Oh, he's a righty. Oh, crap. Well, that doesn't work at all, then. <laughs> oh, wait a minute. Got it. Wait, wait, wait. He's got it. It's Vida Blue Mitchell. Yes, it oh, is. Oh, <laughs> wow. Brian, there it I is. I thought you were going to be all over that. Yeah. Yeah, you're the baseball guy. Info. Vida I'm taking Blue that Mitchell. even with the second guess because Dennis Eckers Lee Morgan is also very good. No, you can <laughs> have the second guess. I remember He's a righty and not Dennis colorful, Eckers. but I'm taking it. <laughs> <laughs> it was wrong on every count. I'm taking it. All right, let's finish this off. Let's I go. Joey, uh, I'm, I'm throwing this one to you underhand. Uh, we'll see. All right, let's see. Brian, no shot. No chance. <laughs> <laughs> Brian's going to nail it. Brian's, Brian's the kid in T-ball who's going to hit the T. <laughs> and the ball's going to roll over and he's going to be out. Okay. A caricature of a Great Dane is in a sentimental mood. What? Marmaduke Ellington. There it is. <laughs> wow. <laughs> I told you it was underhand. That was super Marmaduke easy. Marmaduke Ellington. I'm yeah. taking Marmaduke Ellington to the bank. That was a less than a second before you. That was pretty fast. Hit the buzzer. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, that was great. Ooh, that was nice that's one work. Of closer, one of the closer rounds we've had there. Yeah. yeah. Nice <laughs> especially with you fixing this. I think I, I still ended up it. ahead. No, fixing is when I text him the answers and just, I didn't. <laughs> I think also fixing is when you have a category called wagger, and no matter what I say after the first answer, it's always wrong. I think that's fixing <laughs> well, as well. I think, yeah, I think you should be more concerned about drawing a blank than mm. the category called wagger. Uh, that's that's right. where I was. I'm concerned with right. both. Okay. You put two British band, brand, British brass band category <laughs> questions in Wagger. Do your reading, yeah, but, man. Yeah, but you're the one that got Tom Hutchinson based on a haiku that ended with "I'll have the pancakes." <laughs> I'll never get over that. No, ever. <laughs> All right, boys. It's time for a couple things. Have you ever stopped to think about just how many trumpet lessons you've taught over the years? The number for many of us would be staggering. And while many or most of them have become a distant memory, some of those lessons truly stand out for a variety of reasons. They were wildly successful, mildly entertaining, or a complete disaster. So today we dedicate this podcast to those breakthrough lessons, those life-changing hours spent with the best of intentions and your trumpet and our students. Today we're going to talk about breakthrough lessons. Memorable for many reasons. Now we're getting somewhere. Right? <laughs> yeah. Brian? 
So we're, each, like bring, we're each bringing three in here, right? I guess. Yeah, I have three here. I have five. You said to bring three. I know, but I followed the rules. He doesn't I, like I, rules. Quickly narrow it down. I'm good. All right. Yeah. I got it. So I, I won't use a, <clears throat> use a person's name, um, but while I was away, um, a person auditioned for the program, um, our graduate program, actually. Um, and so when I came back, this person was was in the studio. And I won't say where they went to undergraduate school, um, but, but a good school. And um, they were... I don't know. They had many issues of playing the instrument, many, many, many issues. Um, and, but they were super nice. And it turns out they were super keen to work hard and um, to practice. Um, they just, I mean, I know that they had played first trumpet in the orchestra where they came from and stuff, but they had like lots of things to do uh, mm. to fix lots of problems. Um, articulation, air, sound, placement of the mouthpiece, like you name it. So um, anyway, I, I gave the student a bunch of things to do. It was really the first week, the first lesson. Um, we did some things in the lesson, um, some long tones and some singing and, um, you know, some playing back and forth. And they went away for the week and they came back in and they played whatever etude, I, one of the etudes I had assigned. And it was brilliant. Um, I was kind of stunned like how good it was. It was a really open, warm sound. The articulation was clean. The time was really good. The pitch was really nice. And I, I was kind of speechless. And I said, I said, what, what did you do um, this week while you were away from here? And the student looked at me like super confused. It was like, what do you mean? And I said, well, what did you do? What did you practice? How did you practice? And he, he looked at me and he said, I did what you told me to do. <laughs> and, and I, I said, I said, you mean it works? <laughs> yeah. Um, it was kind of remarkable. He ended up um, actually winning the concerto competition in the next year. Um, and uh, he's teaching now he's doing great. Um, and I've heard him play since I've, I've sat next to him in the brass band since really excellent player, super nice person, super hard worker. And uh, yeah, it was just somebody taking exactly what you wanted and processing it the way you dream that people will process it, practice it, and then come back and it just all works. That's fantastic. Oh, that's fantastic. That's well, okay. great. Very this cool. This isn't my first story, but this is related to that. I had a master's student a few years ago who came in and she said, I don't, it just seems like I can't get a good breath. It feels weird. I just can't. And I said, breathing's easy. But if you're really worried about your breath, just go swimming because, you know, oh. when if you're swimming, you know, make sure when you take that breath, when you put your head back down, make sure you're blowing out steadily so that when you turn your head, all you're doing is inhaling. You don't have to exhale. Don't hold your breath while you're swimming, right? She came back in the next week and she goes, okay, so I went swimming every day this week. And I went, what? <laughs> you, you, you did what? She goes, well, I mean, you said. You said, do I, I did what you told me, right? Exactly what you're talking about. I was shocked. <laughs> It was shocking. Uh, did yeah. exactly what you told me to I do, did and it. it worked. And it worked. Well, I have a related story. My first one now. I know you're shocked. I have categories, so I, I decided to do one uh, undergrad, one master's, one doctoral story. Nice. Right? Oh, nice. Yeah. So, this course, is the. Under, I'm going to start with the undergrad story. I had a, a very uh, a, a very high functioning student came in. He's playing very very well, and so the first couple of lessons, everything I give him, he comes back and he's worked it. Got it prepared, comes in, ready to knock it all out. So I said, oh, wow, this is good. So I gave him something really, really, really challenging. 
some, and I said, hey, listen, take your, t-, you know, this, so he comes back the next week and he is really frustrated because he couldn't learn it in one week. And I said, <laughs> there are things you can't learn in one week. Now let's talk about how to go about this. I want to talk to you about practicing slowly. And he is like, no, no, that's not what I do. Here's what I do. I, you know, I do this, I do this. And I said, right, right, right. But what I'm telling you is that if you do it this way, I guarantee you're going to spend less time practicing this and get more accomplished. And he goes, no, no, can't be done. You're wrong about this. (laughs) And I said, I want you to trust me for one week. Because we're talking about those times where things just go on, right? That's what we're talking about today, where we just watch it happen right in front of us. Because a lot of times it's a kind of a slow and steady, but these are those moments. So I said, here's what you're going to do this week and promise me for this etude, we're going half tempo. You will only practice this half tempo you're going to play it through. You're going to touch some mistakes. You're going to play it through, and you're going to put it away. <laughs> and you're going to come back the next day, and you're going to crank that up a little bit. And that's all you're going to do this week. He comes in the next week. He hasn't even played yet, and he's like, I need to talk to you. And I said, we're not talking yet. <laughs> First, <laughs> and we're going to play, we'll play through some scales. He was a freshman, so we start with scales. I said, okay, so uh, let's hear some chess positions. He's like, he's itching. He's ready to go. He's ready to go. And I said, uh all right, well, let's let, let's hear the etude. <laughs> and he plays it all the way through, and it is nails. And he stops. He goes, okay, can I, can I talk now? I said, oh, of course. <laughs> what he goes, why does this work? <laughs> He's actually a little answer. bit angry because when he was he was a dutiful enough student, where he said, "I will do this, but because I'm going to prove you wrong, because I know my ways better, and I'm and not went, happy about it." Hold on, this worked. How does this work? <laughs> and you know, I explained. Now you're never practicing mistakes. You're never working a hard part. You know, things we've talked right. about here before. But I watched him in one week just. Totally buy in. Like he wasn't buying in until he proved it to himself, even though he didn't even want it to work. It That's was fantastic. fantastic. That was great. great. It was I totally it. great. <laughs> it was great. That's cool. That's cool. Uh, yeah. So this my first one is speaking of students who are just willing to do whatever it is. Right. We're on the same theme here. Like whatever yeah. we say. And so I accepted the student. I think I've talked about around this student before. And we'll just call him uh, David. And um, for example. So, for example, uh, David came to me, wasn't accepted here, wasn't accepted, got told no at various places. And so I heard him play and I understood someone's reaction to that and why somebody might say no, that they didn't want to do that. But then I talked to him for a little bit, as I often do, and asked him what he really wanted to do with his life. And he told me and then I was like, great, now I have to take this guy because <laughs> that's a great answer. And he's doing it for all the right reasons. And OK, you're in. But here's the deal. We have to figure out how to redo all this. Right. I'll do whatever it <laughs> takes. Right. Okay, it's fine. So he goes away for the summer. He comes back in the fall, and he shows up at his first lesson, and before he plays a note or we talk about anything, he hands me a toucan, squishy toucan that is actually a stress ball. Okay. And and he what? said, he just hand, he comes in, and he, he says, here, this is for you. And I said, oh, okay, <laughs> what is it? He said, it's a stress ball. You're going to need it. <laughs> <laughs> Okay, really funny. Yeah, really funny. But and he was kind of right. But that was <laughs> I just wanted to bring that up because it was just the attitude that he entered with, which was like, I know that this is going to be difficult. Like for both of us, it was this thing like, <laughs> I know that I'm going to drive you crazy in this, but I'm grateful that you're willing to do this for me. And here we go. And and in in the meantime, in fact, I just talked to him just a few weeks ago. He's out teaching and actually teaching out in New York City. 
in public school, which is what he wanted to do, was teach yeah. in the city. And and always sort of takes this slant with me about apologizing for being the worst student I've ever had. <laughs> and I, you know, my thing with him is always, you don't understand, like, you're one of the greatest success stories. Yeah. Right. Our right. perception on right, this right. is in, is entirely different, you know. So he apologizes for being a terrible student, and I thank him for being a great success story. But opening <laughs> deal, here, you're going to you need this. Need this. <laughs> That's fantastic. <laughs> it's going to be four years of stress. You're going to have really to work good. out. Yeah. <laughs> That's really good. Yeah. I love it. Uh, all right, so the second one for me. Yeah, round you're round two. two. All right, this is a, this is a twofer. This is uh, this involved two students um, at different times, the exact same issue. Um, so let's say this is just um, you know the names are um, just guessing like Tim and Jake. Sure. So <laughs> as an example. <laughs> yeah, as an example. So Tim was actually in the first class I taught here at Rowan, and um, he came in with like just bundle of energy and really wanting to do well and just doing so many things like with as much muscle tension and wrong positioning as possible <laughs> and one of the things he did was he loved to jam his tongue to the roof of his mouth and as far for forward as he could um so um so it took a couple of weeks but um one day george rabbi came into my into my office and he was visibly angry George was was visibly angry with me. George was, right. And he said, uh, what are you doing? And I was like, "Uh, I'm sorry. He goes, Tim is down the hall playing the loudest, clearest low C I've ever heard. And I've never been able to do it like that. What is going on? (laughs) George. (laughs) He was so mad. Nice. <laughs> so Tim had relaxed and gotten his tongue out of the way and was all of a sudden making this great sound. It was really fun. So then a few years later, um, Jake is here. Jake was a composer and um, he, Jake had a huge tongue. He would stick his tongue out and it would, you know, blot out the sun. And so I spent <laughs> literally four years, you know, it's just half hour lessons every week. And, um, and he's like, yeah, you keep saying this. Uh, yeah, it's got to be clear sound. I understand. And he worked really hard. Um, he's an excellent composer. And um, in April of his senior year, we're in the um, we're in the studio, and he's playing. He didn't have to do a trumpet recital. Um, and we're playing, and I'm talking to him about his tongue position. And all of a sudden, this sound comes out of his bell. This huge, clear, warm sound. And I was like, my eyes opened wide. It's like that's it. And he looks at me, he goes, oh, that tongue. (laughs) I might have killed him at that point. (laughs) So he went off to graduate school as a composition major, and he made he was playing second chair on Mahler in the orchestra there because he made this huge sound. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. Wow. Really funny. But yes, four years. Oh, that tongue. (laughs) Yep, that's right. (laughs) That's the one. Yeah. Wow. How many were there to choose from? (laughs) Apparently, yeah. All right, so yeah. I, I did my undergrad, so I'm going to do a master's student. Now, this mm. is one of my favorite all-time moments. This master's student came in. He was a master's in jazz studies and played just great jazz, but his trumpet playing was uh, a bit of a struggle. So he'd been working through things, and boy, I could just hear the music coming out, but he couldn't get it to come out because his trumpet playing was so, he was struggling with the trumpet. And I said, okay. <laughs> couldn't get past just, the instrument. All we got to do learn how to play the trumpet and the rest is going to be easy so just trust me on this and start giving him some like fundamental stuff 
and some conconies, just like some half-page lyrical studies. And even those, getting all the way through, even like a half-page thing, was a bit of a struggle. Now, wow. dutiful student. So he comes in every week. I don't know about this. <laughs> like, <laughs> I'm, I'm doing it, but I don't know. <laughs> Until, and I remember, it was the first week of November, his first semester. Walks in, said, how's everything going this week? And he looked me dead in the eye and says, I think this is working. <laughs> <laughs> at which point you know me. I say, no. You're saying that, like, dutiful and smart practice might pay off? He goes, check this out. So he just pulls his horn out, opens up a Conconi book to one of the full pagers. Yeah. Right? And just plays this beautiful, seamless line for a whole page. He says, how about that? And I You're said, like... You're right, it is working. And I will tell you, <laughs> after that, one of, frankly, you know, so, there, are, there, are, I, I, there are easier and harder students to work with depending on what you're working through and, and, and how they're working through. After that, one of the easiest students ever. Because after <laughs> yeah, that, it's of course. like, oh, so all I have to do is actually practice how to play the trumpet, and then all the music in my head, I can just get it to come out. <laughs> Make like, it work. Yeah. That is kind of the goal. That's kind of what the deal <laughs> is. Yeah. But it was just the the absolute, the absolute. <laughs> I think you might be onto something. <laughs> like the almost surprise of this is working, and I can prove it now. It was kind. Of, it was amazing. It was totally amazing. You should, you should think about sharing this with other people. Because <laughs> yeah. this could really help this, people. This could catch on. This could but be in that moment, it's like you know, we're two and a half months into the semester of just like oh, drudgery of. Oh man! Oh God! No! Um, hold on a second. Like actually, he like became self-aware of. I can play now. You know, it was fantastic. That's, that was really fantastic. beautiful. Yeah, it was really good. That's great. Yeah. Um. Well, my my second story is that I had this student that studied with me many many years ago now. Um. And she uh, she would drive into the into university college at the time from about forty five minutes away, and her mom would come with her. And um, and sometimes mom would sit in on the lessons. We kind of became friends and, and the whole thing was great. And I didn't mind that because she was coming from such a great distance and then she had to sit there for all that time or whatever, so it was great. Um, but I was there working with this student and it was this moment where like, she played with this gorgeous sound. It was just beautiful trumpet playing, but it wasn't always beautiful music, you know, and I was trying to get her to, you know, connect and play with the line and, you know, all that. Essentially, you know, I went into this sort of, long like impassioned spiel about you can't just do that you can't sound you can't sound as good as you do and then not like play with line you have to say something this is what this is about like and the whole time mom's like shaking her head like yeah preach this is exactly what she needs to hear right and i'm like you gotta do this you gotta do this you gotta do this you have to say something and this poor girl turns to me and looks at me with this like scared look and goes what do you want me to say <laughs> No. I'm like, oh, no. Oh, that's not going to help. No. <laughs> Mom just, you know, head in hand. Totally. They'll right. laugh about it years later, especially when any time I run into Jeffica. And uh, if, if, for example. For example, if that were her name. Yeah. But 
but always played with this gorgeous sound. And of course, and ultimately was a was an incredible musician and went on then to North Texas and into the army band and all that. But but in that moment it was just this hilarious thing. Like we were clearly I was really onto one thing and she was hearing something else entirely. Yeah. Right. <laughs> That's beautiful. Maybe by That's really good. File that under bad pedagogy, but yeah. <laughs> you gotta say something with the horn. What do you want me to say? Oh, Poor Jeffica. <laughs> Poor Jeffica. Poor if Jeffica. that were her name. It worked, yeah, it worked example. out for yeah, yeah. worked yeah. out for her, no problem. It definitely did work out. Yeah. All right. My last one is um it's pretty recent. So I had a student, music ed student. I teach a lot of music ed students, and I took a chance on this person um, because he was studying with a friend of mine. A friend of mine was coming from Pittman, driving down like nearly an hour to this this student's high school. Um to teach as part of some sort of um they, they, the school got a grant for lessons for some of the students and so he was taking lessons and the teacher would would call me every week and talk about the things that the student needed to do and and what they were preparing for and how they were working and i had just decided that you know as long as the student had been accepted by the university i was going to take him into my studio and he turned out to be super super nice person incredibly hardworking, um but like could not figure out how to play short notes like just couldn't do it i like them already yeah that's odd (laughs) yeah um (laughs) and like we went round and round for all four years that they were here um and they were getting ready to do their senior recital and they were like really wanted to do the first movement of of the um of the toot suite right c Mm -hmm. trumpet thing and you know, being the dutiful student, he was practicing that all the time. And I would hear him playing that almost every day. And every day, da, 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 stop, stop. I'm not supposed to be in your practice room. However, you're yeah. playing that across the hall from my but office. No. And you're playing long notes. And like we went around on this literally for about six or seven weeks. And then it came time for the recital jury. Um, three weeks before his recital time and he came out on stage and um, I was sitting next to George and I said, listen to this. It's going to be like super long. Da, 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 da. And he said, really? And I said, yeah, I couldn't, couldn't get him to, to play it short. Not one time did I hear him play the correct style on this. Um, and he so he's got his, his teachers playing drums, his former teacher, high school teachers playing drums. And he's got the player, the, the pianist there and got the bass player. And he goes, George looks at me and the student played the whole thing down and it was beautiful and proceeded to just absolutely own the, the, um, the recital jury. And then basically on his recital skipped out on stage, like so happy just to be there. Cause he knew he owned every note, the whole thing. Right. It was yeah. amazing. And so I asked him later, I said, but you know, what happened? He said, well, I know you were after me about the articulation. I could not figure out what that meant. So basically I had that recording on loop wherever I went, whenever I was in the car, whenever I had a down moment for weeks. And then I just realized, oh, I, I can't play it on any other way. I have to play it short. And so I did. So wow. listening works. So listening, listening also huh. works. It wasn't, I sure it was an osmosis. <laughs> sleeping on the recording. <laughs> nice. Right. Under the it pillow. was amazing. However, and got he in there. Killed, <laughs> he did the Rachmaninoff vocalese on that recital with now all the repeats. That Super hurts long. With the, hurts with the repeats. Yeah. All the repeats, everything, no problem. Nice. It was amazing. Yeah. Totally really cool. Good. One of my favorite things to listen to. Yeah. Yeah, that's cool. 
Well, my, my last one is also fairly recent uh, with a doctoral student. Uh, you guys know this doctoral student. Came in, uh, older student, wanted to come back to his doctorate, was looking to maybe go teach college, and mm-hmm. had had a lot of success as a commercial player. So he decided his first semester, thought, well, you know, I should probably play in the orchestras. And I said, well, you know, we audition for those. Mm-hmm. Yeah, 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 yeah. But yeah, you know, I know that. he's a yeah, professional sure. trumpet player. Mm-hmm. So he came in here and, and didn't quite place into the orchestras his first semester. It was a little frustrated, and justifiably <laughs> so, and yeah. started noticing some of these undergrads, 18, 19-year-olds that are <laughs> playing really well that are placed into the orchestras. And he's like, what's up with that? And I said, well, there's a way to do this. Mm-hmm. You know, there's a there's a way we these excerpts go, and there's a way we got to, you know, play this instrument so, you know, we're playing in the right style, right sound. He's like, oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. So <laughs> we're working. So all of these stories kind of have the same sort of thing in, 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 behind them, which is nothing happens we're not saying anything happens in one moment, but the moment where you see it all come together, because right. the moment it came together was the beginning of the next semester. We spent the entire first semester. I mean, we may have worked around some commercial stuff, some lead stuff here, but that was already a strength. So there were other things that were demanding more attention. So we spent a lot of time on the C trumpet, we spent a lot of time playing excerpts, a lot of time working low register and sound concept, articulation, style. And then... We have our blind orchestra audition at the beginning of second semester, and he plays his first principal in one of the orchestras. Mm-hmm. Comes into his <laughs> next lesson, sits down, and I said, "So, how you doing?" He goes, "All right, man, just tell me what to do." He's <laughs> 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 like, "Okay," and I'm no, like, "No, I'm no, totally you're doing the work. You can see <laughs> the results of it." But there, it was like, "Okay, this works." I'm in, you know, like they, they like proved it to himself one semester. Now I'm doing, I'm doing it right. But the yeah. light, you just watch the light go on. Cause you know, it can be a little frustrating. Come here, you know, you're 10 or 15 years older than some of these students. And, and then you recognize, oh, they got some stuff together that I haven't put together yet. And that, <laughs> for, I think for a lot of people could have you run in the other direction. And yeah. this, this, this guy was like, nope, I'm no, going in. He I'm came going in, and, in said, and I'm, I'm all the way in. I'm a believer. Yeah. Yeah, I love how your guys did, don't believe you, but do the stuff that you tell them to do, and then like, oh yeah, now I can believe him. Well, I mean, I have been saying what I've been doing forever. And yeah, <laughs> how many people are they? Basically, go like, sure, of course you get to school <laughs> at seven, and yeah, you play through all the horns, but nobody's really believing it, and I do it, and you <laughs> guys like, know. I'm, really, yeah, I'm no. not I really lying. do it. I'm not yeah. making yeah. stuff up. This is real, and it works. Yeah, I've done <laughs> it. Brian's done most of it. <laughs> <laughs> I did it all this morning. Once you get through the barfing, it really pays off. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> well, there is that. Clark, too. You're set. Yeah. You do have to work it out in your schedule. You got to work through part. You got to work through that Clark too, and then you're good. Initially, yeah. leave leave extra time for oh, the trip yes. to the restroom. All right, you're batting clean up here. This is the here walk off walk off story right here. The walk off story right here. <laughs> I will kill you. This is gonna this is gonna be a great one. <laughs> um, this is as much a this is a lesson. It was a lesson for me, and I think it's a lesson for a lot of teachers out there because uh, and Brian doesn't realize, but he was actually in the room when this happened. Oh, Uh-oh. Brian was out visiting. When he asked, "Can I just come out and watch you teach for a couple of days?" Yeah, and I had this student that was driving me insane for a variety <laughs> of reasons, primarily because she's super talented, right? Gifted, however we want to say it. Yes, and she had a, a great deal of skill on the trumpet, um, but was had a lot of distractions and a lot of stuff going on. And it was just okay. That's pretty typical. And there was a time in my career when I would have said. 
get out. Right? Mm. Just, we're done. We're done here. You're not prepared again. Clearly, you're not doing anything outside the room. But then I realized, well, Brian is here to watch me teach. This was a turnaround, turning point. I'm like, well, I'm not going to. I mean, we could have just gone and got coffee for the hour, but all right, I'm going to see if I can make something of this. I'm up for the challenge, right? And then in that moment, I also realized that the best punishment that I could have handed down to this student was to make her spend the hour with me. Right. <laughs> right. So it was multiple layers of stuff. So I really went for it. And, um, you know, it was a turning point lesson, I think, for both of us. It was for me to realize that no matter what, you get in there and teach. Yeah. Right. And I've known that I've known that for a long time, even before Brian got there that day. But but it was like that was affirming that, no, you don't just throw someone out and you don't let that frustration get the best of you. But you you hang in there. And then ultimately uh, it worked out great. I mean, I don't I, I don't know what she played that day, Brian. I don't really remember, but probably a little bit of piccolo. Yeah, I was going to say, was she the one playing the piccolo stuff? Yeah. Killer piccolo. Player. Yeah. And now in one of the reserve bands has a daughter doing great we, Fantastic. we stay in touch you know we're friends and <laughs> and uh i have so much respect for what she's done um but it was that for me that was a great there was a great lesson in that that i've carried with me for a long time so i don't know if I you like realize it. you were in the room that day i uh, didn't realize that all that dynamic was going on but you were digging in i mean yeah, if you that, plug in with everybody it was it was a real treat to be out well, there that that's cool days. that's nice um but yeah i mean i i've come to that place where no 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 we're gonna do this today because this is <laughs> yeah. our this is our time. But with her, I really kind of went for it because enough was enough, and you could hear the you could hear the skill and the ability. Oh yeah, you know so put it up and it worked. Yeah, yeah for sure. Totally, totally worth it to to do that. That is great. Yeah. That's but really a great cool. lesson for me as well along the way. All right, boys, time for no offense. Every lesson is an opportunity, an opportunity for students to get better, an opportunity for us to become better teachers, but most importantly, an opportunity to have a meaningful human interaction with someone who shares a common interest in something really, really cool and important. So welcome every lesson knowing it might be one of the most memorable you've ever had and might make your very own top three lists. If you're not paying attention to that and not looking for breakthrough lessons every time, you're doing it wrong. Absolutely. Right. I mean, listen, there, there's a, there's something to that, the grind. And I think a lot of times I'm having this discussion right now, it's the end of the year with students to recognize what you've done this year. Because you're just going through and you're going through and going through and going through and going through. And you got to be doing that work. You got to be doing that work. You got to be doing that work. Because every once in a while, then you just like bang, light bulb goes on. Yes. Or there's that, that something just happens and you're like, oh, what just happened? And that's what you go for. You keep going and keep going and keep going. And then when they happen, it's 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 the greatest. It's the absolute yeah, greatest. Total investment every time, and you never know when the light bulb's going to go off, when it's going to happen know. for you or for them. Yep. Right. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. Got to yeah. keep going. Yep. We've talked about this uh, in the Talent Code book. You know, so many times when he was Coyle was interviewing the the cello teacher, right? He had the <laughs> the, the the disorganized guy come in who didn't play very well at all, and then he had the, the the young lady come in who was completely put together and played everything beautifully. And he said, you know, we thought an obvious question: which one of them is going to make it? And the teacher said, "Well, I have no way of knowing that." Right. <laughs> like, <laughs> right. It's no way idea. too early. It's way too early to know the answer to that question. Right. Right. Yeah. Right. And it is. I mean. It's it's it is a long grind. I think that's that's the best way to put it. So, yeah, yeah. but be open to it because you never know. And you never know when all that when all that's going to pay off, because sometimes it happens like, a, you know, broken shoelace. 
that right. fast. Right, right. Just clicks right in, and you go, "Holy yep. crap! What you, what was that?" Yeah, there it is. Yeah. yeah. All right, boys. Well, that should about do it for today. Stay tuned. Tell your friends and neighbors, and be on the lookout for that breakthrough lesson. So long for now. Remember to keep an open mind, but more importantly, an open bell. Today's episode was pre-recorded in front of an imaginary studio audience. Batteries not included. Action figures sold separately. May contain nuts. Any resemblance to other trumpet podcasts is not going to happen. No cornets were harmed in the filming of this episode. Professional trumpet players in a closed practice room do not attempt at home. Transcendental etudes practice at own risk. It goes to 11. How are you now? Thank you to our amazing staff, brass band consultants, Poke and Hope, Brian's repair person, Anita Newhorn, instrument acquisitions, Phil Zacase, mouthpiece tester, YZ Sosharp, survey data consultant, J Turn LLC, jazz trumpet intern, Atsa Nutmahorn, wellness consultant, Haywood Japetel. <laughs>